Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Today, I have three tips that are going to make you a better forehander quickly, and you're going to unlock some new abilities in your disc golf game. Let's get into it right now. Welcome in everybody to the Chain Clinkers Disc Golf Podcast. I am your host, Quentin Ferris, and I have a question for you to start today's episode. Are you a disc golf enthusiast looking for top-notch gear? Look no further. Discover the ultimate disc golf experience with Upper Park Disc Golf, your one-stop shop for premium disc golf bags and accessories. From innovative designs to top-quality materials, they've got you covered. And here's the best part. Using promo code CLINKERS10 at checkout saves you an exclusive 10% discount on your purchase and lets Upper Park know that we sent you. So again, use promo code CLINKERS10 at checkout and help us keep the lights on. Today's episode, we are talking about forehands, and it's going to be a little bit of a quicker episode because I just want to give you guys the information. I want to get you out, and I want to get you on the practice course or the you know wherever you go practice field work, and I want you to be trying these tips this week, and I want to hopefully see some improvement in your forehands. So, enough dilly-dally. Let's just kind of jump into it. And this is all kind of started by those on our TikTok at Chain Clankers Disc Golf. And we've done a lot of tips on backhands and form. And a lot of people are now starting to come in and asking for forehands. So I know we haven't done a forehand episode in a while. So I want to give you guys three quick tips that I've really been focusing in on on the TikTok. And maybe you're from TikTok and this is the first podcast you're listening to. Fantastic. Maybe we'll be able to go into a little bit deeper depth today. The first thing I want to talk about is weight transfer. So weight transfer kind of includes how you line yourself up when you are going to forehand the disc. So a common issue that I'm seeing with some newer players I'm working on coaching with are they're doing an X step for their forehand. And I don't think that is good. And I think it's actually hurting your timing and it's hurting your ability to throw a good forehand. So imagine how you do an X step for a backhand. They're doing the same thing, but it's all just inverted because they're doing a forehand, right? So that, what would that be? That right foot is going behind the left foot instead of the left behind the right, assuming right-handed player. So instead, what you want to do is it's almost like a shuffle. So you have your front foot and your back foot almost kind of do this shuffle together where they get pretty close and then you extend that front foot and you almost want to have that front foot a little bit open and that way you're able to fully twist those hips around. And again, it's all in that weight transfer. So you want to be on the back leg as long as you possibly can. And in doing so, then when your disc is coming through, those hips are firing and they're swinging through like you're swinging 
swinging a baseball bat or kind of like you're doing for your backhand. And this is something that I think a lot of players just want to use their arms. They're not using their hips and their throw. The legs and hips should arguably more be more important than your arms when it comes to forehanding the disc. And something that I think will help with that is you want to have that wrist already in a cocked back motion. You don't want to have your wrist loose or you don't want to have it forward. You want to have that wrist all the way back so that way the wrist is just snapping forward. And I think that'll help you not be too worried and focused on your wrist and your arm and then you're able to be more focused on actually just coming through and throwing the disc. So let's recap that real quick. So what you want to do is instead of doing an X step, you're just doing a shuffle. It's more of a shuffle compared to an X step. It's different from backhand. Where backhand, you're doing an X step. You shouldn't be doing that in the forehand. And it's about that weight transfer. You want to be on that back leg as long as you possibly can. And then when you plant, it's like that slingshot, right? What's happening is, is your arm is starting to come through, but your hips go first and then your arm swings through. That is going to give you a lot more power. You can throw the disc pretty far, You know, maybe you're throwing it 200, but once you start incorporating that slingshotness into it, you're going to be firing a 3, 350, maybe even 400, especially if your feet work is looking good. The second tip in today's episode is you need to be leading with your off elbow. And we got a lot of pushback on a earlier TikTok where I said you need to lead with the elbow. I should have been more clear and said you're off elbow, but people were thinking I was referring to leading with your throwing elbow. And to some degree, I do agree. You should be leading with that elbow also. But really, what I'm hitting on is it's the off elbow that you're that you're leading with, right? So you want that off elbow in front of you, almost in like a 90 degree uh, shape. That way you're almost kind of having a little power pocket. Like if you're doing a backhand and you have that elbow out and it's like, okay, yes, this is where I want to be because this is in the power pocket. It's like that, but for your off elbow and you want to get low in your stance. You want to be athletic. You need to have some knee bend in your stance. And what you're doing in this is you are coming through with that off elbow and that off elbow is starting to generate that slingshotness, right? You're almost pulling it around as if you're a baseball pitcher. Like when I think of a pitcher, they're throwing it and that off arm is pulling their body through. And so that's what you want to do, but you want to do that when you're forehanding the disc. So again, real quick, I know this is a quick episode guys. We're going to burn through this one, but I want to get you guys out there and trying this. And I want to try something new and see if you guys really like this quick short form content, no fluff. So like I said, you have that elbow out 90 degrees and as you're going towards your target, it's almost like that elbow and front shoulder are pointed in the line that you want to throw and then that is then what's generating kind of going first. Your hips and your elbow are starting to pull through and then your arm is coming in at the end. The final tip of this podcast is disc selection and this is something the internet cannot agree on. And I'm only going to continue to fuel fuel that flame. But what's important here, in my opinion, is that you aren't grabbing the most overstable disc in your bag. 
I really think that is not good advice because you're learning bad habits. You're learning to get bailed out. It's the exact same reason we say for backhands, don't go grab that overstable destroyer. Well, why are we saying for forehands to grab that overstable destroyer? If we're saying throw neutral to understable discs for the backhand, we should do the same for the forehand. I'm a big believer in this because you're actually going to see the flaws in your form and it allows you to fix it. Once you've been doing something in your form for a year, three months, six months, it's a lot harder to change that. Whereas if you just start in a certain way, and you can be like, oh, that didn't work because I rolled my wrist over. That didn't work because I didn't lead with my elbow. That didn't work because I did an X step instead of shuffling my feet, right? You're learning so much more about your game and your ability to throw this forehand if you're throwing neutral to understable discs. You can have a little bit of stability. So like the most overstable disc I would say you should start with is something similar to like an Athena or an Explorer or something that's in the range of like a 7502. That's the most overstable I think you should go with. A lot of people want to tell you that you need to start with a Firebird or an Onyx or a Destroyer, Zeus, something like that. And I think that is bad like I said, it builds the bad habits. And also you are only going to access one flight path. Like you're literally only going to be able to throw an overstable hyzer. That's it. You can learn to throw a high hyzer or a low hyzer, but you're not going to learn to throw it straight and you're not going to learn to put it on Annie. And sometimes there's reasons when you need to be doing that and how to throw that disc to get it to perform that way. And so that's why it's important to have these other disc selections with you. Something also that's very important is that when you have these overstable discs, they are not forgiving. And so let's say the disc kind of slips out of your hand or you dip your elbow too much in your shoulders and you just sky it. Well, when you have an overstable disc like that, it's just going to go really high up and fade super hard to the right, assuming you're a right-handed thrower. Whereas when you have a neutral to understable disc, you might get a little bit straighter of a flight. Maybe it still finishes right, but it's not an immediate dump that just kind of ruins the throw. And so, yes, you're going to turn them over, but you're turning and burning them to the left because there's something wrong with your form. That doesn't mean you should just go throw a more overstable disc. It means you should fix your form. That's my two cents. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. I know we're staying at about or below 10 minutes. Like I said at the top of the episode, this is quick. I want to get you guys out in the field and working on this. Listen to this back a couple more times if you have to. And if you're not, follow us on the TikTok. At TikTok, it's uh, Chain Clinkers Disc Golf. Same thing as the Instagram. There are videos Monday through Friday that are going to help you become a better disc golfer. And if you're listening to this episode, you want to become a better disc golfer. So go check us out over on our TikTok. That's it. I'm out. Have a great week. And we'll see you guys next week. 